News stories were coming in about this strange virus in Wuhan, China. It was weeks before we saw the first cases in the U.S. As the numbers went up each day, my curiosity got the best of me, and I started plotting the curves. Hear stories from real people all over the world and how they've responded. I'm Sally Hendrick, founder of Shout Your Cause, and this is COVID-19, The World Responds. Hey, LaShonda DeBrew, how are you doing today? I'm good. Hey, Miss Sally. Good. I wanted to talk to you today because we've been working together, known each other for several years now, and we met online, which is pretty cool. Tell me a little bit about what you do, where you live, what you do, what you're into. So um, I am LaShonda DeBrew, your virtual CFO, tax strategist, retirement specialist. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also a licensed insurance agent. And what I do is help women navigate in their finances, help them um, basically stimulate the economy, create their own economy, monetize the skill set. For the boss ladies, I help them organize and um, streamline, automate their financial systems, their processes, you yeah. know, um, increase their profit by maximizing their tax deductions. Cool. cool. And where are you located? In Maryland, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Yeah. I never remember the city. I know you're you're near Baltimore, but I never remember Upper Marlboro for some reason. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. So, how did you get into becoming the virtual CFO? Because you um, you have another job, right? I do nine to five with the federal government. I with do. The federal government. I've um, been with the federal government for over 30 years, actually. And my background is in finance. I've uh -huh. been in budgeting and finance, um, oh my God, over 25 years or so. Okay. Um, I'm also CFO for a nonprofit organization. Okay. I've owned a income tax franchise. You know, I've been doing taxes for more than 20 years. Mm -hmm. And finance has just been my life and mm -hmm. creating uh, revenue streams and basically me, you know, stimulating, stimulating my own economy has always been like my mission and my thing and helping women to monetize what they do. So this whole virtual CFO thing came about, of course, because one, I was trying to put everything under like the um, one umbrella, yeah. what I did. Yeah. And Every time I started something new and was thinking about starting a business, you know, investing in real estate. Um, also, I got licensed insurance. Everything always still connected to the finance piece because that's just, that was just me. That's all I did. Right. So I right. said, okay, how is it now once I came out of the retail space of the tax office and brought it home? This was back in 20. 2016, 2015, 2016, mm -hmm. I was thinking, okay, now that I'm at home, you know, I'm no longer handing out the flyers, doing the doorknob hangers and all that stuff or whatever. How do I market this thing? How do I market my business? Right. And um, that's when the online thing was really getting big or whatever. But of course, I didn't understand it, didn't know what it was. And that's right. where I met you in that group, right. one of the groups that we were in for brand, <clears throat> for marketing. And um, so virtual CFO, the CFO piece just came out, one, because again, I was 
the finance person and a CFO person for a nonprofit organization, but then mm-hmm. just that just fit for all that I did as right. far as the different things or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, it's like I I I am a walking finance, um, you know, uh, not working, we're finance ministry expert, finance yeah. department. I'm I'm like that ad hoc finance uh, department. Right, I, right. Mm-hmm. So. so COVID-19 happened and the whole world just went a little bit crazy. So what happened with you, like when it came to your job, your home life, you know, your business, what, what started happening? Well, for me, fortunately, since I am with the government, it was just a matter now of them just going full time with the telework piece. So nothing stopped for me there. And because again, I am in the budget and the finance finance arena with that, we do business loans for the agriculture areas. Um, So with that, when they came out with the CARES Act bill or whatever, then that was about us, you know, getting the money and the um, funding or whatever to the different businesses and Mm -hmm. individuals who currently held financial loans you know, in our area of the government. So I, everything just ramped up even more. So for us at that point, I was already teleworking anyway from that aspect. So nothing changed or had to shift for me mentally. Um, when COVID came about for me to come home, business-wise, I was already virtual with that part, thank you, Lord, because we started that a few years mm-hmm. ago or whatever. So nothing changed with that. So for me, things just really ramped up somewhat and because I I mean obviously I'm in taxes taxes were due at first around that same time or whatever but Mm -hmm. then they extended it but because they gave out the stimulus funds you know and then they gave out they were giving out money the grant money and all of that things just more so picked up for me in that area business-wise for that um and career-wise for that so it was just a matter of now me just um, saying, okay, now just maintaining my focus, you know, and mm-hmm. then with everything that was going on with COVID and, uh, you know, everybody being unsure of what was what, and then them closing down the outside, it was just now me changing my frame of mind and just mentally trying to stay focused, you know. Now, what about your family? Did, what changed with your family? You, you've got some kids. Yes, they they both in um college. My daughter's in beauty school, so of course they shifted, came home. Beauty schools were not ready for online. Plus, a part of their programs are um, hands on. Yeah. But they were not ready because they had not been online. They weren't doing anything online, so it took mm-hmm. them a few weeks to do that. But they came home. They obviously everybody came home. My son was in school in Baltimore at Morgan. Um, that they closed that down. He came home. They went online. Um, so then now household wise, my husband, he was furloughed um, from his because um, his is tied to contracts with the um, different companies or whatever. He's private, but mm-hmm. everybody came home. So for me, I was used to being in the house daily by myself. Mm-hmm. So now it's me now being home and getting used to the movement of everybody. And like now, that's an adjustment. That's a big adjustment. Yeah. I, I had to because do that too. Quiet, yeah, you yeah. Know, it was quiet or you just moving about doing whatever, but now it's the whole lot more. It was a whole lot more movement, 
and then they over he's in another room having a meeting but everybody got their computers up or whatever and you hearing all this so that took some getting used to yeah with that part and um shifted how i moved and what you know how i did what i did because i would normally come get in my Mm -hmm. office it was quiet but Mm -hmm. then i had to start either you know move i shifted and i started switching up rooms like okay i'm gonna stay in my room for a while when i first wake up or you know coming in because i still needed that quiet time for me to transition, you know, into my day. So it just depends on what was going on for me during that day as far as meetings and different things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just had to um, reprogram and redo how I moved about my day since now everybody was now home base. Um, and then when it came to me doing the calls and things or whatever, it was like, okay, sending out a group text or whatever like, yeah. okay, I'm basically giving them my schedule I got these calls today so shh you know y'all do this do that and don't be moving <laughs> I had that yesterday I was interviewing somebody for this and mm-hmm. everybody came in the door like 10 minutes into it and they were just being loud and just talking and getting ice out of I the refrigerator like and- nobody is moving like now right now it's quiet but normally <laughs> nobody is nobody is moving when they could be moving right like before i get on nobody's moving. <laughs> then when i get on oh they want to open the door and they, you know yeah. doing this and doing that the doors chime everything chime and i'm like Seriously? like now like y'all were quiet for five hours now this is going on and first. now you're being loud while i'm on a call that's being recorded and online and whatever that may be yeah yeah and then it changes of course with um um with the husband now being home because he was you he, he does carpentry and different things like that uh-huh. so he was used to being busy on his feet all day walking which i'm sure your husband was too i mean that's the warehouse thing he works in the warehouse environment yeah. so he was used to moving so it's like okay i had to figure out projects for him to do and then he was coming up with some projects as well but it's like i need to check with you because this is your house and you want this and that and i'm looking like like seriously i mean so like my life just went to from like one to like 10 like instantly because i'm like okay i gotta get this schedule together that's yeah i gotta do this do that i've never understood the sentiment when people say oh the world is slowing down and we can all get to these projects and i'm just like are you kidding me i'm so busy i can't even think straight Uh, yeah right right (laughs) right but but because we were isolated this was the perfect time though you mm. know to get some things done or whatever yeah. and because then i had him here he wasn't out the door 10 12 hours or what i was like oh you know whatever and i was like okay we can get this done that done, yeah. whatever but then of course that shifted for me because then it was like okay because he couldn't do it by himself he could but he couldn't do it by himself so it was like yeah. can you pick this out can you look at this can you do that Does it, I'm, I'm like okay i got enough to do right here but you know so that was interesting Now, we've been talking lately because I know that you are starting to make a new offer in your virtual CFO business as a result of COVID regarding the payroll loans, the PPP or what the SBA loans or whatever may be going on because people who have small businesses or, you know, are not used to working with an accountant all the time or whatever it is that they're doing, um, they are possibly either applying and getting these loans or um or maybe they haven't yet and they need some guidance on how to do it because there's still some money left or once they get it they need to understand 
how to handle the money so that the forgivable piece, they know how much that is versus how much they have to pay back as a right. loan. Right. So you've, you've created some offers around that, haven't you? I had, well, actually I didn't have to create any new offers, like everything, the offer itself, my service, my services are still the same, right. but it was just now, of course, now putting that piece up front, um, highlighting mm -hmm. the, you can do um, that. correct, the paycheck protection thing. And, um, basically since taxes, the tax deadline was extended, but everything surround was now surrounding the CARES Act and the funding and whatever for that, the mm -hmm. conversation just turned to the PPP program and the SBA loans, um, you know, well, econ economic income disaster program and loan and grants mm -hmm. and the paycheck protection program, the conversation and, uh, you know, and all of that, the buzz thing just turned to towards that right. instead of tax deadline and whatever, whatever, because that's yeah. really um, obviously where all the attention and everything was and where the stress and overwhelm was mm -hmm. right there for my clients and um, for individuals. Now tax time's coming up. You're you're going to be helping people get their taxes July 15th. Yeah. July 15th, July 15th, another month. And, um, so I'll be sending out a notice um, for that, obviously getting mm -hmm. everybody um, ready to upload the information for that. And um, just with the going back to the PPP, and it was now is just obviously helping um, business owners understand how to have their structure and their foundation and everything sound in order to maximize the Paycheck Protection Program and mm -hmm. in order for them to be in position to have that money, whatever it is, the maximum amount that they can have isolated for the grants be forgiven that part right. to be forgiven right. but most business owners did not um understand because they just didn't know what they needed in order for that to happen they did mm -hmm. not know that you know the um, application process behind that because you do have to apply mm -hmm. for it to be forgiven that's not automatic mm -hmm. they didn't know what documentation is what was was needed yeah or will be needed you know um to would, they did not know what documentation is needed to submit with the application in to order get to get the forgiven. money. So, yeah, I mean, they're just not aware of it. So, again, yeah. that's just the type of information that I was working mm -hmm. on leading out with, um, along with my services to help mm -hmm. them understand, okay, remember, this is the part two that we need to be talking about that you all need to be aware of and mm -hmm. thinking about since now some have been funded. Um, and for those that were not funded, it's like, okay, how do you now get mm -hmm. in position if a next, another round comes out and or whenever this does ha come about or happen again, because this is why you needed to have a structure in place. This is mm -hmm. why you needed to have a bank account, you know, dedicated Right. Bank if you account. don't have all that ready to go, you can't get You were not in position. And it's like, you know, yeah. let's not um, be behind the eight ball and always stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And, you know, for a lot of people you know they did not know why they needed to have um a formal structure set up because they didn't see the advantage to it but th these are the times now when you see how it will work for you how it works for you mm -hmm. you know outside of just having the business set up separate from you period mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. which everybody should do um 
just from a stability standpoint and to have um, have it not personally tied to you as an individual. Now with all of the news right now of this coming back and ramping up, which we knew that was going to happen, but of course, once it starts happening and you actually see it, it really mm -hmm. changes the way that you're thinking about it. It feels like, you know, we were shut down for a while and then everything started kind of opening up a little bit. And then now we're starting to see the news about, oh, okay, she's back. It's coming back. back, you know, mm -hmm. what are your personal <clears throat> concerns about this? Personally, um, well, one of my thing is I'm just, I'm, I'm staying inside or whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm still going out, but I'm still, you know, taking the same precautions. And, you know, here in Maryland or in our county, because our county still didn't open up as quickly as Maryland did, mm -hmm. but we were doing it in phases. We're just now, for us doing this recording, we're in phase two. We going into phase two as a Monday. Um, with them opening up the gym, gymnasium, gymnasiums and okay. salons and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, but even for me, I'm not going to visit the salon. I'm not going to, you know, I've been doing all of my self-care stuff at home. Like I'm good. I, mm -hmm. I'm not going to those open spaces or whatever. I've been, I was doing grocery deliveries majority of the time. My daughter for the last two weeks, she's been going out, but she goes out like her and my husband go out like at six o'clock in the morning. I'm not up that time in the morning. So mm -hmm. they go when nobody's <laughs> in there, you know, or whatever. So as far as me and the way that I move, I'm still moving like it's still out there. Even though now we know too that you have to wear the mask wherever you go, period. But I'm just talking about even if places open up, mm -hmm. I'm not going, you know, because mm -hmm. like everyone is saying, it hasn't gone anywhere. And as we can see, because when they open back up, folks are just rushing out there, just like, you know. Like it was before. Like right, pre-COVID. Yeah. And, you know, they're in the crowds, they're all up against each other, and, you know, and the yada, 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 and he, ha, ha, I'm like, whatever. Y'all have at it. Well, and like, then add the protest to that. We've had, not only did we have like Memorial Day and then before Memorial Day, there were a lot of back to work protests, but now we've got the right. Black Lives Matter protests and that whole movement going forward. And um, of course I did notice that a lot of people had masks on in the Black Lives Matter protests, but they were still close to each other. And then just lots Over. and lots of things have been happening to make it, um, yeah. you know. To and even when I participated. Concerned. Yeah, I went out on Sunday. I did. I participated. I didn't go out on Saturday when everybody was down there because mm -hmm. obviously you wouldn't be able to avoid anything. Sunday, it was still a little heavy, but not as heavy as it was on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And my thing was, I mean, I stayed on the sidewalks. Yeah. I did. I got in the street like when they had the open gaps and after like the massive groups bypassed or whatever. But mm -hmm. again, my thing was, okay, we, we still have to remember be aware you know that um you know you don't want to yeah and you don't want to get caught up or whatever caught off guard yeah. you know so i was just just trying to be very careful and aware of my surroundings and where we were or whatever and it was a, this was just a girlfriend and i so we were just like we want to participate we want to go down and we mm -hmm. want to um you know participate in the protest and all that but we know covid is still out there like yeah. and she's like i'm with you i'm with you so we were just careful 
I went as well. Uh, there was one, I can't remember what day it was. It was a mm -hmm. Saturday one, I think. And um, I mean, I can't remember, but I walked down because I live downtown. So it's really close by for me. And mm -hmm. um, I stayed back. I was like distancing, but I was filming and I had my mask on. And, you know, it was such a peaceful protest. Uh, our yeah, first protest, peaceful. our first protest was peaceful. But then mm -hmm. there was a little riffraff going on in the evening and okay. and that was you know that was where the, the the courthouse had been set on fire and lots of oh yeah i saw that that's what like you were that. recording mm -hmm. yeah well not even record, i didn't go that but i did record them coming down the street the here. yeah yes mm -hmm. that was when they looted the street the business across the street and i was really worried they were going to hit our windows downstairs because as soon as they could get in this building here um they'd have access to come right up to my front door okay, you know, it, okay. It, that's all it took was just wow. breaking those windows or the door or whatever and it was just kind of mm -hmm. you know it was uneasy you didn't really know what was happening in mm -hmm. the very mm -hmm. beginning of all this but then it seems like a lot of the um the riffraff part of it the rioting part of it the looting part of it at least here really died down and then it was really more focused on um here's the here's the real protest, the people who really care and really want change mm -hmm. and all of that going on. And that happened uh, in the most recent protest that I went to. And that's the one where I filmed the people coming through live and they were wearing okay. masks, a lot of them and carrying mm -hmm. signs and walking through the streets. But they think there were, there were 10,000 people at that one. And that's really big for Nashville. Wow. Um, okay. I don't know how many actually, you know, it, what they ended up thinking that it was but um mm -hmm. it was it was a good one so and there's been more since they had another one that was like oh and that was a thursday night that's why it was okay the saturday day one that came after that mm -hmm. it was a hundred degrees outside and i was just wow. like no, thank you i'm not gonna Right, right. right. <laughs> so I've already been doing <laughs> doing my part on that and, and really mm -hmm. talking about this whole thing. So right, what are right. your hopes for the future, knowing that it feels like the whole world has just kind of had this mental breakdown? What are your hopes for the future when we come out of COVID and come out of all of the social issues that we're having and all of these hopeful, hopefully reforms and things that are coming into play? Um, well, I guess like with most, um, obviously we are, we are, I'm hoping that we do see real change. We see, um, things that, that are now coming out from the protests, such as, um, sort of like defunding, you know, some things or whatever, just moving money around, mm -hmm. you know, shifting from the area of the policing part of it, um, which is speaking real loud right about now, but removing money from there to other areas where it has been lacking and needed just as much that that does go forward, that that moves forward, that the positive change is coming out from the awareness of the longstanding issues and the effect that it has had, you know, from mm -hmm. all of this time, you know, that not just that folks eyes are open now but they'll be open like forever like and that you will be sensitive to it like for the long haul not mm -hmm. just 
you know, during this time right now when everything is right. highlighted and when everything, obviously, um, the magnitude of it is just so loud and so big right now mm-hmm. that um, it's something that, uh, I don't know, it's like, you know, having just not just the pocket and the different groups that have segmented themselves, you know, to say, okay, yeah, we know, we're here, we're going to do whatever, and as long as we're doing it, we okay. It's like I wish that, you know, it just goes through and reverberates through, like, the pockets of society, period. Yeah, so in we all don't the have areas. to come back here, right. Because, yeah. you know, as we know, these things, they come up, you know, it snowballs, and then, you know, you have whatever that's going on that's brought to light, but then it dies down, but then eventually everybody goes back to wherever they came their from their little pockets or whatever free, to the normal yeah. thing right mm-hmm. but They're now not digging out all the poison. Of this correct so um i mean i i do see and i'm sure a lot of us see change more changes this time around we see how folks are going a little bit deeper they're digging deeper and some other things are coming up um versus you know those times before but I guess we're just, we're, it's like a wait and see type thing. Like really, you know, we'll see if they really got it. Like if folks are really, if they are really getting it, if they really mean it, if they're really taking it to heart, mm-hmm. you know, to want to change for themselves, because that's the only mm-hmm. way it can happen. And, you know, so for me, I just want, I would like to see where folks really want to change for themselves. Mm-hmm. To the, and everybody their has core. their own change they have to go through. Everybody and has It's their coming own from change. all these different perspectives and angles and, yeah, yeah, it's not just about like this group changing or this group changing. It's about each group digging into their stories and the each stories the that surround them, layers, yep, and yep, the effects yep. that those things had on them as children, and correct. and vice versa, and understanding and being able to talk. And I really think it's going to be important for people to go back to their childhoods as well and to address. Some have some real conversations with people. That's where it starts. I mean, obviously, that's mm-hmm. where it starts. I mean, and so obviously, you know, in the words of a young, of a young love, it's like really doing their work, like doing mm-hmm. the work, you know, which is, you know, where, where it basically stems from for each and every person, you know, from their childhood, either from how they were groomed, what they saw, you know, what what they heard or whatever, and or from the their isolated issues that happened with them, mm-hmm. you know, that affected, you know, how they grew up and how they perceived things, how they saw it and made them the way that they were. But you really have to deal with that. So I would I would like to see each individual deal with that. Mm-hmm. Like actually take this time, which that's what uh COVID has given you that space to do that, is giving you that time to do that, is shut everything down around you to give you the quietness to do that. Like nobody should have an excuse. Yeah. Right, really, nobody yeah. should have an excuse. Now, folks will have an excuse because it may take some type of therapy or, you know, some help with doing that, talking it through. And of course yeah. you have probably the have journey, to, the journey's different yeah. timing for everyone. Correct. But there's going to be tools and ways of handling that. When you think about it, a whole lot of that therapy's not for people who don't have the money to pay for it, and mm-hmm. therapy's never mm-hmm. been something that people who don't believe in it would ever step into. And then the That's types true. of therapy mm-hmm. we've always had available are not necessarily the right things. 
that's true. That's so there's true. other different. There's other ways of doing it. Some people can can really move forward in their thinking by discussion, documentaries, uh, learning history, really understanding, talking to people, talking to family members, talking to friends. That that can be therapy in itself. Just exploring correct. and being heard being listened to yes you know correct mm -hmm. yes but the other part of that when you would when you just said therapy a lot of folks too were going to therapy for the the residue of what was coming up or what what was happening mm -hmm. based on the issues from childhood or whatever so still they were not going back digging into what was causing you to do the thing you were doing that actually sent you to therapy. Right. Like, okay, you would go to therapy for marital issues or whatever, you know, you have them or whatever, but those issues that were coming up or that happened still probably came from that individual's issues that they had as a child. Their inner so child. So you dealing yeah. with, yeah, you dealing with whatever on the surface, mm -hmm. you know, or like I said, the residue of what was coming up from the other issues, but you really didn't get deep down into whatever, which is how you you'll be married or you'll, you'll remarry again and mm -hmm. marry three, four, five times before you realize, really, it is you <laughs> like, oh, and deal lot. with you. <laughs> but, I couldn't handle yeah, that. An example. I know that's a yeah. All right. <laughs> well, anything else you want to share before we go? No. Um, no. I think that's, yeah, that's okay. it. Like, we done touched on some of everything. We talked a little <laughs> bit about everything. But, hey, that's what's happening today. So That's what's happening. And I'm just trying to keep a documentation of it. Nothing fancy, just having conversations and putting them great. out. Great. This is great. This is great. I mean, all of your um, your posts and, you know, your lives, you, you're doing a great job at documenting it, really. This, this is going to be awesome. I don't think, for I don't your, think um, some family. people are too happy with me, though. Yeah, but, I'm, sure, you I'm know. sure not. I'm sure not. But no, this is but a part okay. of your healing, though, and this it's, is your way. It's, you know? yeah. Yeah. it's mm -hmm. my story, and I'm your sticking story, so. to it. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> You're sticking to it and sticking yeah. it to them. My too, perspective. But, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, All right. Mm -hmm. Well, good to talk All with right. you today, LaShonda. Thank you so much. And if anybody wants to get in touch with the virtual CFO, just head over to that.com. All right. Yeah. LaShondaDebrew.com. Oh, LaShondaDebrew.com. Do you not have the virtualCFO.com? I have it. I just don't have that page yet. But no, I do have the um, the address, though. Oh, okay. Okay. So I haven't used that yet. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you very much, and we'll talk thank soon. Thank you. All, All right. right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening today. Subscribe to this podcast to hear all our episodes. Go to shoutyourcause.com to our podcast page for information on our guests and notes from this show.